The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Your brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back to our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now, here's the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Hi, this is Dr. Gary Bell. This is Absurd Psychology. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to talk about a very, very interesting topic, and it's new thoughts, new you. And what that means is they're called cognitive, cognition. And and what that is is basically your perception of the world, your perception of people around you, your judgment, environment, the people around you. How you perceive your partner, how you perceive your children, the people in your life, your boss, your job, all these things are extremely important. And people have no idea how their uh, pre-programmed thoughts, especially from childhood, may affect their life in general for the rest of their life. You know, some people simply take things in and are highly judgmental. They live in fear. Um, they're always trying to look for how somebody could hurt them or how something can hurt them. And so they basically live on a very defensive way. And so they develop uh, uh, coping skills, defense mechanisms uh, that basically make them feel safer with certain types of people and with certain types of environments. And so what we're trying to do is reframe that simple idea that we have about different people and about different things, about different environments, different cultures, and basically try to look at the world in a new way. And by doing that, and we make a commitment to that, what you're able to do is make your life change. And so uh, this is important not only for our thoughts, but also it interprets our behavior. It affects how we operate as people. And so, you know, when we look at reframing our life and reframing our thoughts, we're looking at actually changing our lives. And so what I hope in this show is that we really get down to some really great tools that you can use to integrate into you. All right, so the first thing that we want to do is eliminate extremes from our vocabulary, the shoulds, the musts, the hates, and and try to focus somewhere in the middle. Focus on the idea that everything is good and bad. There is no black and white in this world. Everything is gray, and I'm not talking about 50 shades of gray, but I'm talking about many, many, many shades of gray to all people. No one is all evil and all good. That's in the movies, and that's how they they sell tickets. That's a thing called melodrama. But life is not framed up to be a melodramatic experience. Life is subtle. It is gray, and and we have to be able to interpret. And that means we have to look at the good and the bad in everyone. The first thing you want to do is remove words like hate from your vocabulary. Instead of 
I hate it when this happens. Say, I prefer it when this happens. I prefer that things would go this way rather than this way. If we can do that rather than focus on hating something, then we are taking the energy away from things and looking at them in a much more humble and a much more realistic way. You know, this isn't easy to do, and, and you'll forget. But if you attempt to make a few small changes in your speech, you'll see a big improvement in the outcome. You know, uh, people will often tell you that they hate their job or they hate certain things in their life. And, and over time, they gradually get more and more resentful of those things that they hate. And they gradually more and more characterize the things that they hate in such a way that it, it just saps their energy. So, you know, eliminating the word hate from your vocabulary is an enormous step towards improving quality of life. We don't have to hate anything in this life. We have to understand and we have to be able to understand motives and be able to understand how to forgive. Also, we want to avoid words such as cannot when referring to yourself. Instead of reach for our higher energy statement like when I can, because you can do things that you say you can't. Many people frame their life up into limitations that are so small and so narrow compared to their scope of ability. And and when we say we can't, what we're basically doing is cutting ourselves off from the possibilities. So when I can is a better way to replace I can't. Also avoid what uh, such words as hopeful or maybe or one day because they're morbid. Those words hopeful, maybe, one day are, are very much accumulated with the word try. Try means I'm going to try it. But it doesn't mean I'm going to be successful. Try is the worst word in the English vocabulary. And that is simply because it gives people a back door to be able to step out of their responsibilities and their commitments. You, to build your character and to become someone that people can trust, need to understand that you have to be all in or all out. I will or I won't. But if we do this try thing, or if we do this hopefully, or maybe, or one day, um, we're just getting it in the ballpark, and we're never going to realize our true potentials. Commitments are what make life real. Commitments and real character, doing hard things in life, make our character strong and make us become people that are attractive to other people. And, and the deal is, is that if we stay true to our commitments in life, uh, we have a thing called integrity, and integrity is a very magnetic quality of any human being. Also, uh, you want to begin to communicate on an upnote, and this is especially important when using uh, like electronic media, like texting or email. It, it's imperative uh, that the last message you type is a positive word leading to positive thoughts. You know, words like best or cheers, or keep smiling, because you wrote it, you get the benefit. The recipient reads it, gets an image of a smiling friend, and receives a lift from it too. You cannot help but avoid uh, seeing positive communication and it sticking with you. You as a person want to leave those final words to be words that are hopeful, not hopeful, but happy, happy and smiling. They leave you as a positive person. You know, also, you want to begin... And end your day on a positive thought. You know, before you go to sleep at night, uh, thank yourself for a great day. 
And when you wake up, the first words in your head should be something like, I feel absolutely fantastic. And I know today is a successful day for me. And I'm not trying to be overdramatic in stating those type of things, but you want to say those. And I'm not saying you say those to people. What I'm saying is you want to say those to yourself. Even if you've got challenges, you want to look for the positive of what your day could be like. And this is how you can change your day in, in from something that is negative to something positive. And the, the other thing is, it's so important to understand that we cannot control how other people feel. People like to say, you make me feel. You make me do that. Well, we don't make people feel anything. They choose to feel. They choose to react the way they do. And so the simple truth is that we want to back away from taking responsibility for how other people feel and just say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Therefore, we're not absorbing what they're dishing out. And that's a huge way to keep yourself positive. You know, when out of earshot, you also want to speak positive words aloud to yourself. You know, say the words, um, you know, like, uh, uh, I'm having a great day, or I feel good, or I'm really happy about this, this, this. And you may feel like you're insane doing this by yourself. But what that does is it gives your brain positive, conscious reinforcement of good things, good thoughts, and affirmations that help you get yourself out of irritation and depression during the day. Also, the things that you want to do is take deep breaths and silently pump yourself back up when an affirm, with an affirming statement like, uh, uh, I don't have to take that negative in. I am a good person. I don't care what people have to say. I know I'm a good person deep inside. Maybe I need to learn how to communicate better. You know, you, you want to affirm yourself, but you don't need to do this with other people. You want to do this within yourself. This, uh, this requires no monetary investment, no great amount of time, no great effort, but this makes your life different. Also, smiling. Smiling is a great thing. And it's hard for people to smile, especially when they're stressed out. And most people are stressed out. But the deal is if you can find yourself smiling through the day or smiling even when someone is communicating very difficult stuff to you, it doesn't mean you have to smile at them and look like you don't care. But what it means is, is that you're taking it in but you're not – looking at it as depressingly as they are, and maybe you have other options of how to view things that may actually encourage them and make them feel better. We want to make a strong, positive impact on the people in our world because you never know when just one moment in your life, if it's positive, and you show that you don't have to absorb yourself and your anxieties and stresses and worries all the time, that if you can outweigh those things and actually function on a higher level, you're teaching other people how to do that too. And that is a huge way to go through this world and make your life better. You know, so many times we like to wallow in our misery. We, we enjoy creating self-punishing thoughts or being gloomy or pessimistic. You know, here, here's an example. If I start, uh, uh, you know, shedding, uh, telling, talking about how people are dying or, or talk about the media and what they're, you know, the destruction of the world or global warming or all these horrible things. And I'm not saying we should avoid those things, but if we make those topics our topics of discussion in life, and those are the things that we gravitate back to when we're talking to people, uh, such uh, thoughts not only cause a harmful impact on our mind, but they also uh, uh, adversely affect our physical health as well. You know, uh, 
you take uh, your joys and your blessings for granted. So, you know, uh, if you understand that you have negative thoughts and negative feelings and you dwell on those, your body actually is run by your brain. And a lot of people don't realize that your brain will affect your body with the same negative thinking that you're having inside yourself. And so when you're thinking uh, gloomy or irritating thoughts or depressing, uh, hopeless thinking, uh, your body starts to take that in and it starts to reflect that by your demeanor, uh, by how you carry yourself and sometimes it affects your direct health in, in, in forms of how you breathe, how you operate and how you eat and that can affect your organs and your body and your uh, ability to live. You know, also people forget to savor their achievements and, uh, you know, I'm not talking about, you know, being like, like 90 or 80 years old and still talking about high school achievements when you want to focus on daily accomplishments that are important to you now. You know, uh, as you get older, we have much more limited uh, ability to function. And so when we do have times that we're higher functioning, it's so important that we're able to reflect on that and go, wow, you know, I was able to uh, lift, you know, 100 pounds or 50 pounds and I wasn't able to do that the other day. That is incredible. And so you want to celebrate that kind of stuff, you know. You want to also carry yourself in a very, very good way. And this is how we change our thinking. Start to stand erect and hold your head up high in, in difficult circumstances. Notice that when you're stressed out, pick yourself up. Pick your head up and also hold your shoulders square and actually function healthy in a very stressful situation and you will see yourself thinking differently, thinking with more confidence, thinking more clearly, less engaged in the negative and all of a sudden you'll start thinking more literally and figuratively and you will, you will uh, surely better how you feel and your spirits and how you think and you will become more confident in yourself and you're taking up a challenge to overcome depression. That in itself is a way to change your mind by the way you stand, by the way you walk during stressful, difficult times. You don't let it weigh you down. You know, also, we tend to take our life far too serious. And it's very important to allow ourselves to be playful and childlike. It doesn't mean that we have to be immature. You know, children are known for innocence and simplicity. They soon forget their quarrels with their friends and start playing together once again. They can have an argument in one minute and the next minute they're happily playing with the same kid. And, and we have to be the same resiliency. We have to allow ourselves to know that we're going to have conflict and not always agree with other people, but it doesn't mean we still can't join them and play and entertain and have a good time, laugh, and look at the more positive things. And we, we need to learn to forgive and forget. And, and that is huge about making our way through life because if you're able to forgive and forget, what you're able to do is move on. And that means you don't carry the weight of things with you all the time. You also want to, and I had a show last week on uh, emotional intelligence, but we want to be a master of our own emotions. And, and, and that means that we don't serve them. When you hear people talk about, I feel this or I feel that, and when you hear all, our, all their statements about feeling, what you're basically hearing is someone who's fairly depressed because their emotions are in charge of their life. And that is, is a very sad thing because 
you know, you, we can't live our life by how we feel. We have thousands of emotions in a day. And the truth is we only have hundreds of thoughts. Most of them are the same thoughts that we have every single day over and over. And we ruminate through those thoughts all day long. And, and the truth is, is that we are what we think. We are not what we feel. What makes us unique as human beings is that we have unique thoughts. What is not unique is that we all have similar feelings. And so the deal is, if you're going to invest in your life in your feelings, you're going to lack identity. You're going to lack the ability to make clear decisions because your emotions make you impulsive and make you inconsistent and make you someone people can't trust because you will only do things when you feel like it. And that is not a good thing. We want to take charge of our emotions, take charge of our, our moods, and be able to dictate our way through situations. So every time you tell me I feel this, what I remind people is tell me what you think. I hear what you feel, but I want to know what you think because what you think and what you feel may be two different things. And, and so that is a very clear, clear way that we can help ourselves. The other thing is take care of our body. Our body is a reflection of who we are, and it doesn't mean that if you're overweight that you have to be depressed and you have to just stick with that. What it does mean is you want to be neat and clean and well-ventilated. You don't want to dump a bunch of garbage of dirty, negative thoughts and toxic junk food in your body. You want to actually be more resilient. So the healthier you become in your body, the healthier your mind becomes. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about some things, other things that we could do to positively change our lives and how we can go from negative to positive. Come back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Dr. Gary Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist in Southern California, but he is here to help you no matter where you are. Visit drgbmft.com. You can schedule an appointment with Dr. Bell, and many major health insurance plans are accepted. Call or text Dr. Bell today at 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com. Dr. Bell could help you take back your life in four to eight carefully constructed sessions. Stop coping and start living in the now. Call 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com today. Do you like what you're hearing on the show today? Dr. Gary Bell wants to help you no matter where you are. He's fast, efficient, effective, and has a no-bull approach to helping you in less than 10 sessions. If you're ready to change right now, drop everything and call or text Dr. Bell at 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com today. You can also follow Dr. Bell on Twitter at drgbmft for some great insight and direction. Are you ready? Make that change. Pick up the phone or go to the site, 951-818-7856 or drgbmft.com. Remember, drgbmft.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it'll take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at svcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back to Absurd Psychology. This is Dr. Gary Bell. Okay, now, there's some other things that people do to positively affect their life, and that is because they become more mindful. And that's huge. The way people become more mindful is they tune their mind and their body. And I'm not trying to talk about some ethereal way of living. I'm talking about things that people have done for thousands and thousands and thousands of years to try to clear their mind and live a healthier life. There are literally uh, religions, all religions are, are based on some of this, and that is called prayer or meditation. You know, some religions call it prayer, some call it meditations. You know, it's, it's all the same thing. And what it basically means is, is that, you know, we basically calm our minds down. We are so used to being bombarded by media and by people and by problems and by family and all kinds of different issues. It is so, so important for us to be able to calm our minds down and focus simply on clearing it out and not processing through our problems. Let our brain reset. Let our brain settle. Let our brain not focus on the negative and actually focus on just being calm and peaceful. And what happens is when we come back to our problems, we tend to have more options and more clarity, less depression, and a much stronger way of looking at our life. And that resiliency is what our brain needs. It needs to it takes a lot of energy to worry and be negative, and, and it takes an enormous amount of stress to do that. And, and the deal is we can't live like that. Okay. Now, you will also want to focus on changing yourself in, instead of changing the world around you. A, a lot of people uh, forget that they need to focus on themselves, that we are the only thing that we can control. And the world around us, we can't necessarily control. And so, so many people will deflect their problems by focusing on the world in general. And the world in general is not always a positive place, and it's not something that we can all control. Um, We're just a very small contributor to the human race on this planet. And so what we want to do as people is we want to change our own world. And by doing that, we influence the people around us. And we may end up influencing the world depending on the forum that we work in. But the deal is that all you can change is yourself. And so when you become a, a, a much more resilient person than the problems in your life, What happens is we are able to teach other people how to do that. Also, you know, a lot of people focus on the things that they don't have rather than the things that they have. And so many people don't realize how good they have their life. They focus on all the things that they're not able to do or used to do and can't do now. That's not a way of living. We have to focus on what we do have and what we enjoy because those things are what make our life better. Those things make our life more consistent. You know, those are real. The things that we have in our life are real. The things that we don't have are not real. But 
we may want to have positive things in our life down the road, and it's always good to construct a life that will get you towards those things and to have those things. They're called dreams, and they're things that you want to drive yourself towards, but they're not what you want to obsess your days on. You want to enjoy what you have and build on what you have. Okay, now um, looking at positive thoughts, you know, a lot of people will come to counseling, for instance, and they may have lost their job or lost a partner. Uh, someone has died. Maybe they're divorced. Maybe they're not spending as much time with their children. Maybe their children have grown up and they're not coming back. There, there's all kinds of losses that we have in life. But, you know, losses don't have to be a horrible thing. They can actually be opportunities. And I'm not trying to be cold and callous, but, you know, there's times that Maybe we don't fit well into our children's lives. Maybe there's times that an, a marriage has ended and it's simply there isn't the energy to rebuild it. Maybe it's time to move on and to change. And a lot of people will grieve over that and they will struggle over the thought that they uh, are faced with rejection or they're, they're faced with a loss that they're just afraid of what's next. You know, I can't tell you how many people... Um, will surprisingly be divorced after 25 years of what they think was a pretty good marriage and then they come to find they're all left alone and they're going, oh my God, what am I going to do? Even the, the, the person I was with it was not that wonderful, but you know, I'm going to be all alone and who am I and what am I about? Why be scared about that? What a great opportunity that is to change. You may not have all the monetary resources you had. You may have to live in an apartment. You may have to make new choices. You may have to sacrifice things that that were important to your life before, but what you do have is time and space and the ability to reshape your life into something more positive, more fulfilling, and more about who you are today. And so, you know, we want to take those losses and turn them into gains and turn them into opportunities to do things that we may never have thought we could do. The other thing is we may not know what to do. And that's okay, too. Um, you know, a lot of kids go to school, for instance, they'll go to college and they don't know what they want to be and they start in business or marketing or whatever. But they get into some field and, and they find that that's not what they want to do. And then they switch majors and they switch majors again. Well, you know what? That's okay. That's part of the journey. The most important thing is you jumped. You jumped and you went to college. You jumped and you took a job. You took a chance and you found your way through and you may have found that wasn't what you want. But you still jumped and you took a journey and it led you to your next step. It led you to your next opportunity. Let's talk about losing a job. You know, if, if you've lost a job, it may be that that job no longer fits you. Maybe you don't fit in that job anymore. Maybe you've been too conservative in the way you feel. Maybe you haven't been flexible. Maybe you didn't train yourself well. Maybe you're like a dinosaur compared to the people around you. You have to think in terms of do I fit anymore? I'm trying to make them fit me rather than me fit the job. And it may just be that the job doesn't fit you anymore and it's time to find something that fits you better or time to re-educate and change your life in a much better way to where you can get something that you do enjoy that does fit you better or you like fitting better for you. We have to change the way we think about problems the way we think about conflict, we have to look at loss, all these things as an opportunity rather than something that's going to drag our life down. Anything hard makes life easier. Anything hard makes life easier. 
That is so important. Anything hard has something to teach us, even if hard means it's a horrible experience with a lot of negative outcomes. It doesn't mean that it's a bad experience overall because it may teach us something that will carry through our life for the rest of our lives. Okay, you know, people look at their life through, let's say, financial worries. And the, na- the thing about uh, negative thoughts about your money uh, means that you're containing yourself to thinking in ways that is extremely limited as to how you can pay things off or how you can take care of your finances. The first thing is, when we're dealing with financial debt, and a lot of people will focus on financial debt as how they are as a person, the deal is if you're going to look at financial debt in a, in a very negative way, in a very hopeless way, every day in your life is going to be extremely depressing. What you want to look at is how to get yourself out of financial debt and make a plan. Make a plan and figure out how to get out of financial debt. You know, some people accrue thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in debt and not know how they're going to pay for it. And they just know that they enjoy the quality of life that that credit card buys them or that that loan that they got buys them or that extra money they got from the house buys them when they refinanced it. But the deal is you basically have to form a way of how am I going to pay for that? And it may have to be something outside of your normal income, your normal way of thinking. Maybe you need to start investing or thinking about ways to accumulate income rather than spend income. That is so cru- is so cruel for ourselves to allow ourselves to sit in debt and just wallow in it and never take any responsibility. If you have a $30,000 a year job and you have $5,000 in debt, figure out how some of that $30,000 can pay off the $5,000 debt over time and stop accumulating the debt until you've figured out a way to accumulate income. You know, you can also figure out, okay, I've got $5,000 worth of debt. What can I do uh, differently or what could I sell or what could I make or, you know, what, can, what, what skill can I get where I can actually gain money and be able to pay those kinds of debts off? That's a much more positive way to think and it also forces us to learn a new skill that may help us for our entire life. You know, some people may like things like, uh, I don't know, motorcycles or something like that and they figure out how to uh, uh, um, make a motorcycle uh, vacation for people or, or, or buy a piece of property where people can ride their motorcycles and suddenly they develop a course and, and people go and they pay admission and all of a sudden they've got a new stream of income. And maybe a tax write-off. And and that could be a wonderful thing. And I'm just talking off the top of my head. But, you know, the deal is we have to think in terms of what the possibilities are and what we can do. But we can't sit around being dreamers. We have to take action and become passionate about things that we uh, want to be successful with if we want to make our life successful. We have to think in positive ways and in terms of opportunities, and barriers that get in the way of our opportunities. Okay, we also have to change uh, the tone of our thoughts from negative to positive. You know, um, we change, we take on challenges in life, and we weigh them down with with a very flat tone. You'll notice people that are depressed are very flat in how they think and how they talk. 
not all people are that way, but they're not, they're not themselves. You can see themselves when they're animated, when they're happy and they're discussing things and they're, 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 their outlook is positive. People have a completely different demeanor. Well, what's important is, is that we change our tone by actually reframing our thought processes into a much more positive way, thinking in a way that, hey, I may be in a tough situation, but I'm hopeful. I think this is going to, and then that was a bad word, by the way, because I just said don't say hopeful, but I, I'm thinking this is going to work out. I have a plan. This is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to try to do. This is how we're going to function, and this is what I'm going to commit to doing, and, and we're going to get the best positive outcome that we possibly can. Thinking in terms of tone, instead of weighing yourself down with your problems, but thinking how they can change, how you can change, what you can do to take control of a problem, is going to change the tone of your life. Also, people always play the victim. And they talk in terms of they did this to me or you did this to me. You know, the victim role in life is extremely unbearable. It is uh, sick, but a lot of people live that way. They look at themselves as the world has done this to me. This is my problem. This is the way my life is because you did this to me or they did this to me. Talk about what I did. I did this to me because you're the only one that did it anything to you. You're the one that has done that, and that's what you need to focus on is what you have done. Stop telling people what they have done and tell them what you have done and how you have reacted and how you could correct yourself. This is a very, very important thing for all of us to do. You know, another thing that changes your life is help someone. You know, focus things away from you and do nice things for other people. Uh, try to make a, a tray of food or donate, you know, help some help an older person or help a younger person. Show up to school and, 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 and say hi to your kids for once and, and, and take a day off when, when uh, it's not normal for you to take a day off and go do something with, with your family. You know, that is something important and we've got to remember to do those kind of things. Another thing that actually changes people's outlook on life is singing. People don't realize how impactful music is on life. And if you can actually sing or, or sing to yourself or remember lyrics of songs that you love or play those songs that you love for yourself, it's uplifting and it's a way to change the way you're thinking. Once again, you've got to remember we're, we're if we're taking in positive stimulation into our brain, we're making ourselves healthier. It is a, it's an act of making a healthier life by putting positive thoughts into our mind. You know, if you're wanting to take care of your body and fix your body, you want to create a positive frame of mind. You don't want to try to take care of yourself in a negative frame of mind. You need to get a positive frame of mind. That's why these health clubs have enormously... Uh, blood pumping music, you know, boom, boom, boom. The reason they do that while you're working out is because it changes your thoughts to positive, and that catches on to everybody, and that makes a much healthier uh, uh, out, uh, outlook for everyone and an outcome for everyone. Another thing is uh, a great way to change your day is to list five things that you're grateful for and remind yourself of those things on a constant basis of what you're grateful for. You know, and also reading positive quotes can have very much help our life. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we're going to uh, once again go into how to overcome 
the negatives and change our life to positive. And we're going to also talk about ways to change. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Dr. Gary Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist in Southern California, but he is here to help you no matter where you are. Visit drgbmft.com. You can schedule an appointment with Dr. Bell, and many major health insurance plans are accepted. Call or text Dr. Bell today at 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com. Dr. Bell could help you take back your life in four to eight carefully constructed sessions. Stop coping and start living in the now. Call 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com today. Do you like what you're hearing on the show today? Dr. Gary Bell wants to help you no matter where you are. He's fast, efficient, effective, and has a no-bull approach to helping you in less than 10 sessions. If you're ready to change right now, drop everything and call or text Dr. Bell at 951-818-7856 or visit drgbmft.com today. You can also follow Dr. Bell on Twitter at drgbmft for some great insight and direction. Are you ready? Make that change. Pick up the phone or go to the site, 951-818-7856 or drgbmft.com. Remember, drgbmft.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it'll take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at svcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back to Absurd Psychology. All right, now we're talking about overcoming negative thinking, positive choices in our life, trying to change our way of looking at somebody. You know, uh, if you think about uh, a, a boss, let's say, that you don't like and you look at them as a bad person or somebody that's done a lot of selfish things, a lot of uh, you've seen them manipulate people, you've seen them lie, you've seen them cheat, you've seen them do all kinds of stupid stuff. The deal is, is what you want to do is you want to humanize people. You want to look at a person the way that they are as a person and, and you want to break it down. You know, we look at our parents as parents. We don't look at them as people. And, and if you take the label off of people such as their, your boss or your wife or your child or, or, or uh, you know, your parents, if we rip the labels off of these people and try to look at them as people and stop weighing them with the responsibilities of the labels that they carry, what we begin to do is we look at them in very human terms and then we leveled the playing field. We've leveled our way of looking at each other and stop putting – 
uh, greater responsibilities on each other and try to communicate from that perspective. You know, if you look at your parents as people and stop looking at them as parents, what you're going to suddenly become is more empathetic and understanding towards their nature. If you look at your boss as a boss and you don't have to get into all their problems and their issues, but when you look at them as a person, you start to recognize their strengths and weaknesses and you learn how to work with them. But if we're going to look at people by labels, what we're always going to do is we're going to destroy our ability to communicate with them. Many people in marriage, for instance, will look at their partner as my husband or my wife rather than the person I married. And they forget the person they're married and they view them through the responsibilities of being a, a husband or a father or a mother or, or, or a wife. And what they do is they weigh themselves on those roles rather than who they are as people. And, and they try to change their partners to be the wife or the to be the, the, the mother or be the husband or be the father that you want them to be. Well, that's not our job. Our job is to accept the strengths and weaknesses of the person that we married and try to make it better, try to work with them with all their strengths and weaknesses and bring our strengths and weaknesses along with them. Okay. And uh, now overcoming negative thinking. You know, we want to have, uh, we want to think in, uh, in terms of constructive thoughts instead of destructive thoughts. Now, now that you've developed some, you know, awareness, hopefully from what I've been talking about, uh, positive or constructive thoughts help you effectively face your days and your situations. Uh, dwelling or ruminating on the past is not helpful and will cause negative emotions. But if you can look at past experiences just as experiences rather than traumatic events, you can adjust your actions. And what that means is you just live in the moment you're in rather than the past. You just operate in the moment you're in. Worrying will only cause anxiety. And, and so when you do that, when you operate from the past, well, this person's always treated me like this, or here we go, here's the attitude. When we go that way and we treat the person the way uh, that we feel they, they are uh, because of the way that they're acting, uh, I may not be able to get to her and get her to think very clearly. And what will happen is that I'm not going to be able to be constructive with her and I'm not going to be able to function well with her and get things on track to where we're both operating in a way that we are communicating. And so what I want what you want to do is you want to focus on your your wife, let's say, and focus on, hey, I see you're in a bad mood, and try not to join her, but try to listen through it and let her vent through it. That is a huge, important thing for all of us to be able to do. We also um, we want to be an impartial witness to our thoughts and emotions. You know, and that means we step back and we view our thoughts and emotions in a way that, wow. You know, you just simply you don't have to act on them. You don't have to state all of your thoughts. You don't have to to uh, um, act on your emotions. What you want to do is just witness them and let them run through you rather than grab onto them and, and migrate to them. And th- that's a huge thing uh, f- called mindfulness. You know, d- did you know that your thoughts are magnetic? Each thought is like a beacon that attracts a reality. Y- y- you see, you have... 
approximately uh, 600 to 1,000 thoughts running through your mind each day, and you may, some people may actually have more. And from the moment you wake up, you can continuously choose whether they're going to be positive or negative thoughts. You control what those thoughts are. You know, what type of thoughts do you most often repeat? That is something you want to look to in your mind. And you want to write them down. You know, do you ever hear things, things like, I'm fat, I'm, I'm dumb, I'm shy, I'm ugly, I'm not cool enough? Those words hurt. And, 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 and what if I told you that you had the power to change them once and for all? You, you probably know from your own experience that it can often feel as though when things are good, they're great. And when they're bad, they can seem really bad. In fact, though, you have control over this. It comes down to how your thoughts feed from one another to create your reality. You know, like attracts like. So when you're thinking happy thoughts, you're sending positive energy out. And you'll subconsciously begin attracting positivity to your life. On the other hand, if your thoughts and patterns are stuck on a negative rut, negativity is what you'll continue to attract. So how do you change your thought patterns so you can attract more positively to your life? Well, here's some things. Choose to change and make the conscious decision that you are no longer going to allow yourself to be ruled by your negative thoughts. Become self-aware and tune into your inner dialogue so you can quickly recognize whether it's positive and deserves a space in your mind or negative and needs to go. And this is why journaling can be so important. You also want to practice using statements that affirm your self-worth and repeat them in your mind whenever negativity creeps in. Uh, Some uh, thoughts would be like, I love and accept myself. I accomplish anything and everything I set my mind to. These are positive, good realities. And you want to repeat them over and over until the negative voice is no longer with you. It might feel odd in the beginning, and you may not believe the statements yourself, but over time, if you continue to repeat them, your thoughts will become your reality. And that is the whole goal of changing your thoughts and changing your mind. You know, if, you know, here's some easy ways also to change. You know, become very conscious of your thoughts. Write them down. You know, just start noticing that thoughts come to your mind and how they make you feel and write them down. Don't analyze, don't change them, just recognize them. Start noticing how those thoughts affect how you feel, happy, sad, blood pressure, how your feelings towards another person, an event can be affected, and figure out how can I change that? How can I change the way I view this person that I don't like? And stew on it for a while and figure out other options and you'd be amazed how your thoughts will lead you in a new direction of allowing your life to change in a more positive way and the relationships to change in a more positive way. And you also want to stop before you think. Now that you're aware of your thoughts, instead of just letting them brew without stirring, stop them and consider what thoughts you are allowing to enter your conscious. You know, for example, if you're walking down the street and see an acquaintance, your thoughts are ready to jump to the time uh, the acquaintance alluded to the fact that you blah, 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 instead of, uh, you know, did something to them. Or the last time I saw you, we did this, and this is what happened, and you said this is me. Instead of replaying these old stories in your mind, be in the moment and try to let it go and try to make a new moment with that person. 
you know, they may have said something horrible about you. They may have criticized you. you may have been gossipy. They may have been a trivial person in your life. But make them important. Try to reinvent the relationship. You know, try to to not carry the past into it and re-engage that person. You also want to turn off this movie in your mind, you know, the one that plays over and over, and it changes scenes and, 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 and all kinds of things reflective of certain people or certain events or certain places. You got to turn them off. You got to let yourself be in the moment you're in and enjoy the time that you're in. Those thoughts create scenarios and, and villains where none exist. You may notice at times of stillness waking up in the middle of the night, perhaps in a, in a dream, and, and your thoughts are out of control. Well, you, you have to recognize it's just a dream. It's just in my head, and I can control that, and I can stop the story. You also uh, want to fill your mind with controlled conscious thinking. The more conscious we are about how we think, the better we are about controlling the quality of our, our relationships and our life. And, and if you're a, the director of your thoughts, you know, choose to direct a love story. Choose to direct a comedy. Choose to direct an inspiring drama in your day rather than a tragic relationship or a tragic marriage or a tragic event at work. You know, you've got to become more resilient. Your thoughts create your reality. They also influence the reality of the people around you. Let the currents that flow through you be those of positivity and love. Choose thoughts that reflect what that which you want to see and experience in the world. Be the reflection of your dream life and watch it become your life by becoming that person that you want to be. And that's a new movie in your mind that changes your life. You know, you want to be the change you want other people to see. You know, uh, you, you want to create a reality in your life and a positivity in your life that other people want. You may be poor as dirt, but if you're a positive person, people will gravitate to you and good things will happen and life may change. But if you're absorbed in your financial struggles or a bad marriage or, or, or difficult relationship with people you love, and you get caught up in that, you're not going to be resilient to change it. The only way you can change things is for you to change. And that is the huge component that we all have to understand to make our life better. Also, you know, self-transformation is magic. You know, to see the behavior of others transform in, in direct response to your transformation will astound you. It's magic. It, it, it's, it's, it's amazing how your influence in other people, whether mentally, verbally, physically, can change other people. Uh, I know uh, by losing weight, I've lost a lot of weight this year. I have affected a whole lot of people just to say, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. And, and, and I don't put that on them. They just talk to me and they go, wow, you lost weight? I'm like, yeah, it feels a lot better. This is what's done for my life. You know, it's it's, it's changed a whole lot of things about how I look at people and how I look at life. That is huge. That is huge for us to be able to influence people. It may not be just uh, by our verbals. It may not be by our attitude. It may by, be by our appearance, which shocked me. Also, um, you know, in a nutshell, to change your relationship in your life with life, you have to learn to see all your relationships as your mirror, reflecting parts of you and your consciousness back to you. 
when you learn to recognize all those qualities that you both like and dislike in other people, as and just as you do in your own, you will have learned the great secret that the only path to change is through yourself. You will no longer have to hope or wish that your partner changes or uh, other people in your life changes. You're not forcing them to change. You're simply controlling your own. And you are the change you want to see in the world. And self-love, by the way, is learning to say no to things that are not good to you. If something is not good for you, say no to it. Push it away. Push it away. If it is not good for you, say no. And if you do, you will build a thing called self-esteem. That's huge. That's huge in life. And we all want to take that challenge and be able to enjoy that. Also, you know, uh, to achieve real change is slow and steady. And we have to be patient. There are no quick fixes. We just take ourselves and become consistent with change in our life, change in our attitude, change in the movies we play in our minds. And we just do that over time. And as we walk through life, it makes slow and steady change in the others in our life and ourselves. And that is a huge thing. But the other thing, every time you're successful, you want to be grateful. You want to be grateful for everything that you have done and everything others have done. You want to be grateful that you have had an opportunity to have a success. And the more you're grateful for success, the more you're going to want success. And, and, and once again, I can't tell you how important it is to focus on concentrating your energy on, on one thing in your life. When you're doing something, give it in the moment. Give it all of your energy rather than some of your energy. You want to be in the moment, not in the past, not in your fears, just in the moment. That's where your energy is. All right, that's our show. Our next show is The End of Guilt and Shame. I want to thank everybody for listening. I'd love to hear from you and get your feedback. drgbmft at sbcglobal.net or Twitter at drgbmft. All right. Remember, we often ask God to change our situation when he puts us there to change us. And if we could read each other's minds, we would likely have blown our planet up years ago. That's our show. Once again, next week is the end of guilt and shame. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.